Welcome to the Project Goddess podcast. Project Goddess is all about harnessing the power of your feminine energy to step into the radiant, confident, healthy, and self-assured woman you were born to be. I'm your co-host, mind and body health coach, Sherry James. And I'm your other co-host, intuitive Reiki master, Nicole Kazi. We talk spirituality, self-worth, health, energy, and love. Hello, goddesses. Today we are talking about how harnessing the power of your feminine energy increases your health. And Sherry is going to be leading this conversation with us because she is more of the health guru between the both of us. So Sherry, why don't you just go ahead and jump right in and guide us through this talk? Yeah, absolutely. This is a talk that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. It's something that is um, that I'm really passionate about and talking more and more about. Yeah, I've been a health coach for many years. I started as a sports nutrition coach and personal trainer, I don't know, I think in 2002. And it took me many years to realize that health was much more than just your diet and working out. And actually doing that kind of stuff can, in many cases, lead to you being less healthy. So I mean, I'm sure you guys have listened to our stories. If you have not, I definitely recommend going back to the beginning podcast to, to see why we're talking about feminine energy. But feminine energy, uh, to me, is the key to your overall health, happiness, and confidence. And so I want to talk a bit how tapping into that and harnessing that feminine energy is going to actually increase your health more so than just trying to search for the next diet or the next crate workout craze or just trying to change your body. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Exactly. That sounds perfect. I'm super excited to hear what you have to say because I feel like each time that we talk about this subject, um, I learned something new and it brings a different awareness for me. So, and I'm sure for all of the listeners as well. So, all right, go ahead and let us have it, lady. <laughs> all right. Well, to me, when I first discovered feminine energy, or not first discovered, but really dove into the subject, was through the industry of dating. So looking how to communicate better with your partner, learning how to, you know, become magnetic to get that partner. Those are the types where I learned from. That's not, you know, what I teach, but it's where I learned mm -hmm. from. But what I saw a lot with other women was them not, not everybody, but Overall, not truly grasping the concept of feminine energy, just lo looking at it as a, a way to find that external source, so that guy that will make you feel better, that guy that will make you feel like you're enough. So as a health coach, more of a mind-body coach, um, I really took these concepts, learned from them, read about them, uh, added them into my own life to see how they would change how I felt about myself, how I felt about how... Um, my fears of how other people thought of me and just my overall health as a person <laughs> and saw it really increase then. I mean, these were the keys. This is why I call it the key to your health, happiness, and confidence. And it is looking within. It is going within. It's not looking for those external searches for health. And now, of course, um, what you do externally makes a difference. I mean, what you eat, of course, makes a difference. How you move makes a difference. Um, your stress levels, your sleep patterns, how much water you drink, all these things, of course, are health, you know, uh, have to do with health, but it's not the only thing. And the, if you just focus on that, 
you're never going to truly experience that health you want, that energy you want, to be free from those things that weigh you down, whether they be physical things or internal things that weigh you down. So what you have to go, do is go in because energy is everything. Our thoughts create energy. Um, all these old situations, our histories, our pasts, uh, and then what we do, everything is energy. So if you have, you know, experiences that you're holding on to, thought patterns, limiting beliefs that you're holding on to in your system uh, that could be negative, that are negative, that's dark energy that you're holding on to. And what happens is when we don't release that dark energy, it festers. And when it festers, it manifests into symptoms. And these symptoms can go across the board. It's not just like these three symptoms. It's pretty much anything because different situations get locked in your energy system and then they get blocked and then they manifest. So what you want to do to release that um, is go within, tap into that feminine energy. And today I have three different tips on how you could do that to start releasing that, that energy that, you know, when you have those, those times where you're like, I just don't understand why I feel this way. And usually what we do is we're like, well, maybe my, maybe it's my genetics or, you know, maybe, and I'm not a doctor. I'm just, just putting this out there that maybe your doctor's like, I don't know why you have it. There's no true like cause. This is exactly why you have this. And this is why you have that. It could be from this blocked energy that you have within you. So whether that be um, holding on to somebody that did you wrong in the past, you know, something, some traumatic thing that happened in your childhood, all these things. So, <laughs> so I'm just going to get into it, get into these three things. So I don't go on and on. And I'm sure Nicole, <laughs> you have some stuff you want to say about this either. So before I jump into these three things, is there anything you want to ask or want me to talk about or something you want to add? I would love to point this out and I, I don't think this will embarrass you, but I'm going to just go with it. Because okay. Life is all about the flow. Yeah, um, Sherry and I have been talking for a couple of years now, right? And in the last year, I noticed her energy shifting and feeling lighter. I never noticed it was really heavy before. That's not what I'm saying. But what I noticed mm -hmm. is that as she aligned with herself, um, as Sherry aligned with her purpose, so as you really started focusing on going inward, Sherry, your energy changed, you became so much lighter and freer and more so going with the flow. It makes me think of a cartoon. Like I can't stop picturing a cartoon right now, like little character that's like revving up to take off, you know, and they're like running in place. And I feel like that's what our energy is. Sometimes we're just running in place and you're stuck and like, you can't really go anywhere. And then once I saw you making these little changes here and there that led to bigger changes down the line, it's like, all of a sudden you just took off running down the street and you were so free and light and full of self-love. So I just wanted to tell you that. Yeah, no, never. I'm never embarrassed. Point whatever out <laughs> because yeah, I share a lot of stuff with Nicole and I'm definitely a talker. I'm definitely like to release and express what I'm feeling. And I could tell you from, and I've also been actively working on increasing my intuitive abilities over the past couple years. And I could feel now in my body when something feels wrong, like directly in the location of my physical body where it hurts. Yeah, so yes. yeah, recently I've been going through some stuff with my own business and external stuff where it just wouldn't feel aligned and I would feel it directly in my heart. Like mm -hmm. I would actually feel the squeeze in my heart and I'm like something's off and I would dig and I'd go within, I would try and figure this out, work through it, not stuff it. And you guys, it's not easy stuff. But 
but I knew that's what I needed to do to release it and figure it out. And the more, if I would have stuffed it like I have in the past, it festers into symptoms. You start to feel achy all the time. You start to get, become more ill in whatever way that is. You start to get weighed down. You start, you become very depressed. Mm -hmm. And all these things happen when you don't release this dark energy that's in you, work through it, figure it out. And then like Nicole said, become aligned with what you want. So I'm going to let you in on three key ways that I have been doing that have been super helpful and that I have noticed that have been helpful with clients and just three things that I really believe are, are going to really help you release that dark energy so you can increase your health. And just again, to point in on the health, um, like I just said, the things will manifest over time, but it also could become blocks to why you're not being healthy. So why you're always choosing maybe the route that you know is hurting you or the route that um, is self-sabotaging you. So releasing these type of energies could really help you take away that wall that you're putting up between you and where you want to go with your, with your health or just overall feeling better about who you are and in your own body. So let's get into it. So number one. Uh, is journaling. Journaling, it sounds so basic, but seriously, is probably the number one thing that has helped me. Out of all the things I do, and they're all helpful, this is probably the number one because it's expressing, it's getting stuff out. There's no right or wrong way to do it. There's no right or wrong time of the day. It is just unleashing whatever's going on with you now on paper. And now this might, at first, you might feel like, you're blocked, like you have nothing to say. You just don't know. You gotta let go of the um, the restrictions you put on yourself that it like has to be grammatically correct. It has to be done in these paragraphs. It has yes. to, you know, you just put words out there. It doesn't matter if it's just you start listing words and then here's a sentence and all of a sudden the situation pops up in your head. You just start writing about that situation. Whatever's on the surface, whatever's coming out, just put it on paper and let it come out. It doesn't have to make sense. Because this is not for anybody. This is for you to release. This is for you to get out the energy that you have built up in you. And it's amazing the stuff you uncover about yourself. Because it's like you're peeling back all these layers as you're doing it. And then you just start to think more clearly. You start to become more intuitive. Whatever you've been holding inside of you comes out. So you've released it. So that's something I highly recommend people do in every single day. Um, it's really, really helpful. So that's number one. Number two is to make yourself a priority. Now, this is one that people get really tripped up on. They know that they need to be a priority. I mean, we, we've heard it over and over. We need to be a priority. We know it logically, but to put it in the practice is a lot harder. So that's why I, I like to tell people that you do have to make yourself a priority, but you don't have to be the only priority. Of course, you have stuff to do. You have families, you have bills, you have a job, you have things that need to get taken care of. It's, you know, it's response. It's part of our responsibilities, but you have to be part of your own responsibilities. So don't put yourself last. And one thing I tell people to do is on their to-do list. So you most of us have a to-do list. We list all the things that we have to do, you know, not things that light us up, not things that you know, make us feel great. We list all of our responsibilities, right? And then we have this mentality after I've earned it, then I can do it. So I say switch it up a little bit. Put yourself up higher. Get something done that day that you have to accomplish that's part of your responsibilities because that will make you feel good. That will make you feel accomplished. But then put yourself next. Don't put yourself at the bottom of the list all the time. 
actually make yourself a priority on a regular basis, not like once a month, every day. <laughs> Pick mm -hmm. something that makes you feel good. Pick something that you take pleasure in. So therefore, you're refilling your tank. So I like to think of it as a car. You know, you refuel, you need to refuel your car. You have to put gas in your car to make it run. So all your responsibilities are burning that fuel. So paying your bills, going to work, taking care of the family, cooking dinner, making sure everybody's taken care of, making sure those odds and ends, you know, around the house are taken care of. This needs to be fixed. That needs to be done. This person needs to be called. That's all burning fuel. But you need to replace that fuel. And replacing that fuel is by making you a priority, by actually doing the stuff that makes you feel good. So you're refilling your tank. And when you're refilled, you feel much better. You're much more productive in your life. So instead of burning it all to the point where you're running on fumes and then maybe a little bit of refueling and then feeling guilty about it, meaning really low quality fuel, <laughs> make yourself a priority. Don't feel guilty about it. And then you're going to notice yourself overall enhanced. You're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. And that's overall going to make you healthier. So that's number two. Okay. I have one thing to share with you. Okay. It, okay. Great. It's hilarious. I was talking to my husband earlier in the week and we were talking about how we needed to rearrange things in our life as far as priority goes. And so I told him, I said, so number one is us, like him and I are marriage. Right. And then I was like, number two are the kids. Number three is work. And he's like, no. And I, I thought he was saying, you know, work needs to be number one. I'm like, what? I don't understand. And he said, Nicole, why can't we let ourselves be number one? And I just like stood there frozen and I was like, you're right. I cannot believe that I even slipped in. Well, I can believe that I slipped into that pattern again very easily, but you know, it was like, it just took me off guard. I was like, holy crap. You're right. Like it's not going to be me putting you first. It's me putting me first and then you and then the kids and then our jobs. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's awesome of your husband to even point that out. I know. I'm so proud of him. And as a mother, you know, there's probably mothers listening. So I do want to say this and then you can move on to number three. Um, exactly what Sherry is saying is that if you don't feel, if you don't feel your, your self-love and your self-care and feel yourself, then you're not going to have anything left for your kids. I know that it can feel guilty and shameful at first and you feel like you're abandoning them or you feel like you don't deserve time away from them or you miss them as soon as they go. Well, guess what? If you keep going down that path, you are going to be less than what you need to be for them. And, you know, it may be so bad that one day you're not even there for them anymore. So I really want to encourage women, especially mothers, to truly take care of themselves especially while their kids are young and still in the house. You deserve it. Your kids deserve it. And in the long term, that's what's going to make you healthy, healthier and around longer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So number three, and this, it all has to do with each other. This can go into journaling, but forgive. Mm. So this is probably one of the biggest uh, things we hold on to. We have those situations in the past. We have those people in the past that have done us wrong, whether it be parents, whether it be an ex, whether that be a current partner, whether, you know, we have these situations that have happened to us or something that we have done mm -hmm. where we just cannot forgive because what I have heard from many people and what I've believed for many, many years is that Forgiving means it's okay what has happened. 
And that's not what it means at all. It does not mean that um, because you forgive somebody who wronged you in the past that made what they did right. That's not at all what that means. Forgiveness means you're not allowing yourself to be punished for what that other person did anymore. So by you holding on to this, whether it be anger, resentment, just these negative feelings, you're not doing anything to that person. That's has nothing to do with that person. You're only hurting yourself. And trapping these emotions within you is one of the biggest things, I believe, that manifests into symptoms later on in life, very unhealthy symptoms that bring us down, get us sick, and then have us unravel over, you know, over our life. So you got to forgive. You have to let go of the situations that happened in your past, those emotions you're holding on to, and move on because you deserve not to be weighed down by those things anymore. You deserve to let the past be the past and continue to reach for what you want in the future and not have these, these grips of your past hold you back anymore. So if you, for example, had a past, an ex-boyfriend or something like that, or an ex-husband that did something bad to you that made you feel bad, that brought you down, you don't have to punish yourself anymore because of that. You can forgive them. It doesn't make, and this is anything, I'm just giving an example. This doesn't make what that person did right. It just means you're letting go of that situation from holding you back from being the person you want to do. So what you could do is you could do this in your journal. You could just make a list of situations. Let's just say five to start. Five situations that you, you know you hold on to that still pop up in your head that you know that, that if you think about, they bring you down. Write out these situations. And then allow yourself to forgive them. Feel them and allow yourself to say, I no longer um, am being served by this anymore and I release it. And one of the things I like to do is after I write these situations down is take the paper or either crumple it up, throw it in the fireplace, rip it up, um, or go outside and let them blow in the wind as just a, just a symbol of releasing that you no longer have to hold on to those situations anymore. So that is number three, forgiveness. I love that. And I think that we can even take it deeper into feminine energy by having people, what I try to do every month when the full moon comes, um, is write for that whole week. Now I do try to write every day, but I really focus on what I need to release the week of the full moon. And you guys, that's typically what I need to release is, is negative energy, right? It's anger, it's resentment, it's frustration. Um, it's all of those things and more. So by keeping these lists of things that I need to forgive and release and then having it all together on the full moon for me, I think really helps. And I do the same thing as you. Um, I don't have a fireplace in Florida, even though I wish I did, but, um, I just burn them outside under the full moon and I let it release with that full moon energy because that's what the full moon is all about is releasing what no longer serves you so I think that's beautiful yes and we should do a episode on full full moon rituals so oh I agree and um I wanted to touch on one thing too when journaling a really great thing that can help open your throat chakra is doing neck rolls gently and slowly um you know even touching just your ear to your shoulders um not really all the way, but you know what I mean. Just just letting your, your entire neck, shoulders, and throat open up 
the neck rolls, the side to side for your shoulders, doing it both ways, allowing some of that energy to release before you even start writing. And then doing it again after you're done writing is going to help you release even more energy that you had no idea was even there until you do it. Just trust me when you try it. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, great point. And I do want to point out as well that let's say you're going through this and you're doing this and you're journaling and you're making yourself a priority and you're working on your forgiveness. And then you have a day where you trip up where you're letting something bother you or you went a week where you didn't make yourself a priority. It's okay. Those things happen. You know, we're not perfect. This isn't like a linear path or just always, it just gets like, it does get easier over time, of course, but it's not that nothing in life is going to come up anymore. So if you do have a time where you're like, man, I thought I really worked through this or I've been journaling every day. Why am I having a bad day? Those things are going to happen and it's totally okay. It's just what you will notice is you'll be, you'll become more aware of what you're doing and how you're reacting and you'll be able to shift back to getting into a good place a lot quicker than you would have before. You won't let it consume you wallow in the, the negative emotions and that dark energy. You'll just be able to bounce yourself back and feel better quicker. So just, I just want to point that out that if you do go down um, and, and start to release and stuff and notice a day where you're having a bad day or something like that, or something comes up, it's totally okay. It's totally normal and nothing to beat yourself up over. You just get right back on track. I completely agree with you. And that's part of why I love our friendship. Sherry and I have never met in person. You guys, we've just become friends <laughs> online and we will meet in person one day, but I bring that up because you can have a community of women that don't even live close to you. I'm in Florida, okay? It's not like we can really drive to each other. I mean, we could if we okay. want to, but I'm never making that drive. So the thing <laughs> is that we are still able to share emotionally and deeply with each other, even though we've never met in person. And I feel like every single woman deserves a community of women like that where she can go on those days and say, I'm just having a really deep and dark day. I remember coming to you so many times, Sherry, and I will in the future about, you know, I just really don't feel like forgiving this person today. I'm just going to be pissed off, you know, and she'll help me talk, yeah. talk you through it or we'll just let it be, you know, whatever I need in that moment. It's nice to have that support. So I thank you for being there for me and I really appreciate and value our friendship. Thank you. Same to you because you... <laughs> been writing you so much lately and you are always there for me and it's it's so nice to have that person that soul sister even if they're not in the same location as you and yeah Nicole and I we have not met yet in person but I am totally willing to make that drive because I absolutely love driving and love road trips so wait a couple more weeks because winter came back to Florida <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like summer for me I'm probably <laughs> Well, All right. thank you. Do you have anything else you want to say, Sherry? Nope, that's it. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, lovely goddesses. We will catch you next week.